great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. I want to thank God for the privilege of being alive and the privilege and the opportunity that he has given to me to just share in these devotions. I want to thank God for you for listening to these devotions and allowing the word of God to minister to your heart. I also want to thank you very much for sharing these devotions with others. The Banner of the Cross, the song written by Daniel W. Woodley. The second stanza said, Though the foe may rage and gather as the flood, let the standards be displayed. And beneath his falls as soldiers of the Lord, for the truth be not dismayed. Marching on, marching on, for Christ count everything but loss. And to crown him king, toil and sing, needs the banner of the cross. It is a blessed day, a day that we all can share and encourage one another. I know that there are times in our lives when we get discouraged. We started last morning sharing with you on this matter of discouragement. I remember some years ago, I went to my office many years ago, way back in the time when they were just telephone and fax machines. I went to the fax machine and I found a message from a friend of mine. When I picked it up and I began to read it, here is what it said. The devil best tool. It was announced that the devil was going out of business and that he would be offering all of his tools for sale to whomsoever would pay the price. One night of the sale, they were all attractively displayed, even though they were a horrible looking lot. From among, there was malice, hatred, deceit, jealousy, sensuality, and all the other implements of evil. They were all spread out, each mark with a price. Apart from the rest lay a harmless looking wedge shaped tool, much worn and price high. It was priced higher than any of the others. And someone asked the devil, what is that? He replied, that is discouragement. Then he was asked again, oh, why do you have it priced so high? He said, because it is more useful to me than any other. I can open and get inside a man with it. I can use it when I cannot get near him with any other tool that I possess. Once I get inside his mind with discouragement, I can use him in whatever way that pleases me most. The reason this tool is so worn is that I can use it with everybody. So few know it belongs to me. The devil price for discouragement was so high that he never sold it. He still owns it and uses it today. The virus of discouragement is the most deadly virus to the believers who walk with Christ. Discouragement shackles the one that is placed in its way. When discouragement places its claws on us, then it leaves us depressed, crippled, to the extent that some become despondent. 
come despondent, not only to doing things, but also to even the voice of God. Discouragement causes us to look at self. If you ever find yourself in the claws of discouragement, the way to get out is to look up. I told you last morning that we would look at the reason for discouragement. Many times, if we can find out what caused the problem, then it will be easier to prevent the problem from happening again. Many times we walk on the symptom and uh, don't seek to go to find the cause. The number one reason for discouragement is to distract us, to take our attention off God and off the things of God. Discouragement is to slow us down or to stop us by taking away our drive. Discouragement disables us. Discouragement at times causes us to be helpless. Discouragement is a virus caught from a transmitted disease called disappointment. Discouragement attacks the strong, the one who is doing something for Christ. In this case, the prophet of God, Elijah, was on fire, I must say, for God, until discouragement took hold of him. If we look at chapter 16 of 1 Kings, this man of God, Elijah, if you know anything about Elijah, Elijah was a great man of God. If you look at verse 29, it says, and in the Thirty and eighth year of Asa king of Judah began Ahab the son of Amri to reign over Israel. And Ahab the son of Amri reigned over Israel and Samaria twenty and two years. And Ahab the son of Amri did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. But he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethabel, king of the Zidonians. And he went and served Baal and worshipped him. And he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal. And he had built in Samaria. And Ahab made a grove, and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. In this account, we see Ahab, this king who reigned for 22 years over Israel in Samaria. We see Ahab did evil and more evil than any king before him. And the, the thing about this is that the evil, he did it in the sight of the Lord. He took a wife, the daughter of the king of Ethbel. Ethbel means Baal is alive. Baal was known as the storm god who provides rain for the fertility of the land. Under Ahab, many of the people served Baal along with his wife and himself. Ahab built altars for Baal in Samaria. 
He had made a groove or a wooden image. Ahab did more to provoke and to anger the Lord than any other king who reigned before him. As we look at this, we would see what this man did in our next devotion. Lord, we are thankful to you for health and strength, for your word, and for the encouragement that you give from your word, and for the encouragement that we can give one to another. Thank you for those that pour into my life and encourage me. And as I seek to encourage others, God, use your word now, especially for those who are discouraged. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you. Have a good day. Hey, continue to share. You will never know of the person that is down right now that needs to be encouraged. Encourage someone by sharing the word of God. Have a great day. Thank you.